This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. This is our third podcast in, and we're going to talk to you tonight about our next newbies event at a local club. Yeah, so it's a club here in Sydney, and they specialise in couples and obviously unicorns. That's pretty much the vibe for a lot of the clubs here in Sydney. There's generally Friday, Saturday night are all couples and single women. Single women, of course. Yeah, could uh, never have too many unicorns, apparently. That seems to be the general vibe in the swingers world. So similar to last time, we head out for a, a lovely dinner together and a couple of drinks before we head into the club. A little bit nervous, unsure about, I guess, what this club's going to hold. So at this point, we've only been to the one other club, and so we don't really know what to expect in terms of the location, the people that are in there, what to do. And I guess after our little soiree and a bit of a freak out on the, the last time too, I was probably a little bit nervous myself. Probably a little more nervous than the first time around, I think, because you were concerned about the overcommitment last time around and didn't want to repeat the same thing this time. Yeah, absolutely. After dinner, head into the club. So you have to buzz in and you'll be generally greeted by a hostess who will basically just get your details if you're actually just coming into the club. So if you're um, entering one of these clubs and you're a little bit concerned, they're going to take down your name and number. It's just so they know who's been in there for the evening. So don't worry about that. In this particular club's case, there's actually two entrances, which... We only learned about about a month ago, and I suppose now, and we've been at this club a few times in the last six months. There's a front and a back door. Now, the back door is what we've always come in through. We didn't realise that there was even a front door until just recently. A lot of these clubs as well, just something to mention, I suppose, is that they can offer memberships. You'll be given the opportunity if you want to purchase membership, which allows a cheaper entry fee the next time you go. Yeah. So we turn up at the back door. This time around, after dinner, we were very early. It's actually a newbie's night. I'm not sure whether we mentioned that. And we still considered ourselves very fresh and newbies at that point, probably feeling a little bit less like that now, but still fairly new. And um, when we turned up, I think this time around, we were just about the only couple in there. So as we realised there were no couples there and, and it is a newbies night, the hostess decided that she would happily take us into not only the standard area, but also up into the dress down area, fully clothed, which was a good thing, I suppose, because it gave us a chance to look around the club. I'll let C give you an idea of the layout. As you come past into the entrance area, there's a locker room, which is fairly standard, so you can pop your personal items away. Heading on the hallway, there's the bar area. So again, it's staffed by um, the hostess, and this is where you can put your alcohol that you bring along for the evening or just standard drinks, um, which they'll provide mixes for. Next to that was a really, really, really interesting room, actually, because I'd never seen anything like this before. Um, and so it kind of freaked me out, kind of was interesting. I, I don't know. So there's an open area with, it's basically a cage. It's got bars on the front and inside is a... It's a, it's a small bondage play area. Yeah. But I'll let you describe what's in there. So it's a, there's a cross there where you can be bound on the cross. Otherwise, there's also that little... Uh, it looks like a medieval hangman thing. What is it called? You put your head in and your hands. I don't know. It's not another thought. I don't remember over. what it's called. Anyway, so you've got your head and your hands basically stuck in there and then there's a variety of whips and chains and cuffs and things hanging on the walls. I don't know about the chains. There's certainly some whips. There's some paddles. I'm explaining my first experience. That's what I saw chains. <laughs> There's definitely some handcuffs in there, but chains, not yeah. a lot of chains. No, there no. actually, no, there isn't now, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I, I saw that and I yeah was I didn't even know what I was thinking. I was like, oh my god, if this is the first room, what are the other rooms going to look like? Like if this is the entrance, but um, you can watch from the outside uh, as we have done, and we'll talk about that in a later episode. Actually, I just remember what they're called stocks. 
Oh, yeah, right. They're called stocks. stocks. Yeah. So have a Google, guys, if you don't know. <laughs> so as we're walking then on the lower level still, there is a little comfort area, so a couple of couches and stripper pole. And then uh, there's another area as well that's separated by a wall, just, again, little comfort area, lots of couches and tables and with candles. A, with a, a very large TV playing, oh, yeah. just a montage, I suppose, of sexy erotica. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them, we've sat through and watched the full sequence now. Some of them are desperately sexy and others are, well... Not to your taste. (laughs) Desperately disgusting. No, just not to your taste. (laughs) Not to my taste, yes. And then upstairs, once you head upstairs, and as Dee mentioned a little bit earlier, it's the dress-down area. So generally when you're heading up to some of these areas, the club will make a recommendation that you dress down to... It's not a recommendation. It's a requirement. We'll say a recommendation. Which is entirely different to a recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a dress-down area, so you would go down to some lingerie, some knickers, or if you like, just you know, your birthday suit or a towel. Towels are okay. That's like. actually something that we've forgotten our last podcast. Typically, in, certainly in the clubs we've been to, there's been towels supplied as part of the entry fee as well. Yeah, absolutely. So we head upstairs at this point, you know, fully dressed, as Dee mentioned, because the club is a little bit quiet. To your left, you have a room. Again, I've never seen one of these in play at this point either. So it's a... it's a it's Never seen one of these at all, at all. alone in play. No, that's right. At all. So it's a bedroom, double bed. There's a couch there for viewing, but there's a swing a hanging swing. from the roof, mm. a sex swing. Which, you know, intrigued me to, to no point, as you can imagine. Ladies out there, I'm sure you can probably imagine that that is something that looks quite intriguing. That bedroom in particular is... It's a voyeur's room. Yeah, hence the couch, I suppose. Yeah, hence the couch <laughs> and also the, the door being locked backward with a chain. That's right, yeah. So then there is another private room, and all of these rooms also contain showers and bathrooms as well, so you can have a bit of a private area if you need to. Well, this is the only private room. So this private room contains, you know, a double bed, a couple of stands and and another shower and everything off to the side. And this door can be closed if it needs to be and and locked. Heading up around the corner is a couple of massage tables, which wasn't at the last club. And again, kind of intrigued me. I thought this is really interesting. You know, it can be quite sexy to give somebody a, a massage or watch somebody getting a massage. But also maybe in my mind, I was thinking, okay, this might be a little bit of a soft way to... Especially the, um, these massage tables, um, for those of you who've had a massage in the past, there's generally a hole for your face to go through. Mm. Now, was there anything different about these there massage tables? There was a tables, little bit so of a modification done to these ones. There was a, um, what do you call it, a peekaboo hole down an, below? Yeah, an additional hole sort of hanging out in the um, genital style area. I'm going to say it's for comfort. That's what yeah, that's there for. It is just for male comfort. <laughs> it's for male comfort. Um, so a couple of these massage tables and then, you know, another hot jacuzzi or a spa, depending on where you live in the world, um, which is just delightful. Um, I love jacuzzis and spas. So and you love everything hot. So I saunas, jacuzzis, Steam hot rooms. showers. <laughs> yeah. So again, I'm thinking, yes, this is going to be great. So that's the layout of the club. So there's an upstairs area and a downstairs and quite well laid out. As we said before, it's only about 10 months old at this point. So the decor is all new. Uh, it's very well laid out, um, well designed. It's quite a cool, designed. funky place. It, yeah, if it, it's funky. If it weren't a um, swingers club, it would make a very good pub. Just a cool, funky hangout pub. Yeah. Minus the swingers pub. Oh, sorry, the strippers pub, of course. And a few other things. And probably the naked people roaming around. Probably the naked, yeah, that would probably be a requirement as well, I would think. We'll get to something a little later. We actually missed something in this tour that we, we discovered next time around. The, the hostess got a little a little kerfuffled coming back 
past the uh, bar area. I actually think she had to go and, and welcome some somebody more else. guests, actually. Yeah, there was actually there's a group playroom up above where you can stow all your gear. We didn't know about this. We actually only found it on the way out or we didn't even find it on the way out. But there's some more stories coming about that anyway. So the next step for us was uh, by this stage, as C mentioned, there'd another couple turn up and there were a few other people coming as well. I think some people had arrived while we were upstairs. So yeah. by the time we come back down, by memory, there was kind of one couple sitting around the corner actually on their own and then another yeah. couple in the other seating area on their own. Um, so we had being a, newbie, being a newbie's night. I think everyone was sort of sitting in the, the in the corner, hoping that the world didn't come to an end. I think it's who's going to make the first move. Who's yeah, going to exactly. say the first hello? <laughs> you know, what, how does this all happen? Do we just kind of catch each other's eye across the other side of the room? And oh, so romantic. <laughs> so we get some drinks and we head up there. And being avert and sales, C has a sales history as well. So the first thing we do is start introducing ourselves to people. Ah, it's something nice, isn't it, really? And, yeah, and then we got rid of the separation between all these couples by saying, guys, let's all get together in this room next door and just talk. And, yeah. th- and that's how it kicked off. Yeah, but, rearranged some furniture and included everybody in a big semicircle. I think yeah, a big, big semicircle around, yeah, around the strips pole. pole. So, yeah, we, we were there. And at, by this stage, there were actually quite a few couples. And for the first time ever for us, there was a unicorn in the room. Not just one unicorn. Two unicorns. Two unicorns. Actually, two unicorns came together to this event, mm. to the newbies event, which was quite interesting. We had an American couple sitting beside us and a set of North Queensland farmers across us. Now, there were other couples in the room. and Unfortunately, I suppose the people who stand out are generally the people who are the most obnoxious or the most interesting. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So in the case of the American couple, they were the most interesting and the North Queensland couple probably fit into them. I wouldn't say the most obnoxious, but they were either terrified or, I mean, we were all terrified, but it was probably more that we tried to involve them a number of times and we just got nothing back. And the lady of the couple kept disappearing regularly and like every two or three minutes and just wandered around, uh, which was a little confusing to us, I suppose, when you're trying to have a bit of a chat and, and form a bit of a rapport before potentially being involved in any play. Now, for those of you who this is your first podcast, we mentioned last time around, we'd actually gotten rid of all of our rules at this point. So we came into this event totally open to whatever might come at us. And whatever might feel comfortable. Whatever might feel comfortable, yeah. I guess the thing to note is that the American couple, I don't actually live here, so they were actually travelling, which I was thinking, wow, that's really interesting. You know, um, and so we were talking to them, you know, the usual questions, what do you guys do? How long have you been in the lifestyle? You know, so how many events have you been to? What have you done? You know, I mean, depending, that can be a bit of a confronting question. Uh, It sort of really depends on the vibe that you get, you know. Yeah, just finding out, well, finding out whether somebody's, what, what people are open to and, I suppose in our case, we're probably a little unusual that we've just decided comfort is our level of rule, whereas some other people, that they have a, an absolute line in the sand. You Absolutely. know, you will not kiss or you'll ask permission before anything happens. You know, so it really comes down to the, the individual couple. Yeah. And then you had the, uh, you know, the couple from interstate. So that was also very interesting that, you know, a lot of these people have travelled actually to attend some of these events Um which yeah, well, certainly the North Queensland farmers, to put it in perspective, it's a what is a five-hour flight to get from where they are to Sydney. In fact, I just remembered the other couple. They were also from interstate. They yeah. were down on a business trip. Oh, that's right. They were too. And they are actually business colleagues. They were business colleagues. That's right. They weren't a couple. They were business colleagues and they'd attended together 
which we thought was really interesting because interesting, but also I was I was looking for like wedding, wedding rings. Yeah, sun. we were all looking I was for like, wedding if you rings. Guys away for a dirty weekend. <laughs> that was kind of fun, just kind of talking to all the different people. And I guess that brings us back to why we found it so obscure. You know, having these initial questions to talk to people, and sometimes people can be a bit concerned about giving their personal information over. I think we're open books. Pretty much, when yeah. It comes to that sort of stuff. We figure if you're there, you're there for the same secret, dirty reason as us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So after I suppose a, a while of chatting, getting to know people, C being the cold-blooded critter in the room, decides that it's time to uh, head on up to the spa. Absolutely. Yeah, because these places, are, all clubs are generally quite warm, and we were midwinter at this point in coming into this club. Well, actually, maybe early winter is a better descriptor, yeah. but. They're quite warm, you know. There's generally people going to be walking around naked at some point. So and they towels in there. Yeah, so they keep their them, knickers. So they keep them quite warm. But for sea, warm is nowhere near warm enough. So we were up to the spa. So we head on down to the locker room, and uh, sea got changed into a lingerie set, which again. No, it was actually um, some togs. For those of you out there who have never heard of this brand, um, they're called Wicked Weasel. And for those of you out there who've never heard of the word togs, because it is a very Queensland <laughs> Australianism. <laughs> Sorry, it was a bikini, a very, very small. So they're called um, Microkinis. Yeah, from, well. And this yeah, particular one actually. from Wicked Weasel. Yeah. We're no, in no way affiliated. We just. Love them. Well, I'm affiliated because I, I just can't stay off their site. And you should have shares, really. They keep sending me, they, they know me. They send me emails and something pops up and I'm like, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I might just secretly purchase this. And ladies, that's, you know, it's, it's just so, so terrible an occasion when you come home to a brand new set of bikini or lingerie sitting on the bed. You know, it's just a terrible, terrible thing when your partner buys you these delicious treats. So I did buy this, and I have to say, I would probably consider it more on the lingerie side than on the bikini side, mainly because it's entirely see-through. No, no, you may remember the see-through patches are in very interesting spots. So generally, well, yeah, that's what I mean by that's what I mean by entirely see-through. Risque lingerie might have the little see-through spots on the, say, for example, on a breast on the outside. No, these ones are smack bang in the middle, so Mm -hmm. a bit of a cheeky nipple poke every now and then. Cheeky vagina poke as well. Cheeky vagina poke. So maybe not vagina poke. No, that's not the right terminology there at all. Totally different game. Yeah, so he gets changed into that. I uh, get changed into a towel because I, I learnt from our last little escapade that heading into a hot tub in a swingers club as a male is definitely a new thing. And, mm-hmm. and, if you're comfortable with it, absolutely. Yeah. And this particular area is dressed down and, and unfortunately for me, C doesn't spend the same sort of time <laughs> finding lingerie as, as what I do <laughs> for her. So uh, a bit I, one-sided I, there. Yeah, it is a bit one-sided. So we're into the hot tub and, oh, excuse me, actually, this is C's first... Um, First interaction with a girl on the way up. Yeah, but more so, I think, because, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty nervous in terms of showing my body. You know, I'm like, boy, am I going to be okay? And I don't this? know why, because it is drop-dead gorgeous. <laughs> How mean, do I feel, hot. you know? Um, yeah, and I get this, I actually get this a lot from, from people, you know. They say, like, well, what are you talking about? You could be walking around naked, it's fine. And so she says, you know, I'm, I've, got, I've got this tiny, tiny micro bikini on and I've got the towel wrapped around me and they're kind of having a conversation with a few other couples in, in the This hallway. is the American couple again. Yeah. yeah, and she says, you know, give us a look, like, show us what you got, kind of thing. And first of all, I was like deer in the headlights and then... What felt like minutes went past, but probably just a few seconds. I was like, ah, oh, stuff it. Opened up the towel, did a bit of a sexy shimmy, and then I decided that was probably about enough of that and Ten toweled back upstairs. up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So we head up to, uh, upstairs to the hot tub. In we plonk. In we plomp, sorry, with three other couples. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a great deal of memory of the couple unless you fill any gaps in here soon. Not really. I, I don't recall seeing them downstairs, probably because we were engrossed in conversation with the other couples. I vaguely recall then there being three couples. We hopped in, chatted, but very briefly, and it was hot. I'm going to say, I mean, I love the heat, but this time around it, it was hot. It was ridiculously hot, and we will cover this out in another podcast. But this top particular tub was set to 42 degrees Celsius. Oh, I'm sorry, forgive me. For you Fahrenheit um, people. Yeah, out there. We're, we're, um, we're not adept at converting for that one. Let's just say it was hot, bloody hot. Mm-hmm. Really? So I actually said I, I can't do this anymore. I got out and stood there for a little bit while you were still in the tub. Yeah, I think you were just chatting. Were you naked at this point? No, no, I had my bikini on. Oh, okay, I thought you'd ditched it by this point. No, I was very surprised by you were just balls in the hot tub, though. That was, I remember remember thinking, like, wow, that's go you. Well, can I say when my balls first hit the water of the hot tub at (laughs) 40 degrees, (laughs) I did rethink it. I actually rethought the entire idea of the hot tub at that that point. I I felt like a lobster. Yeah. I want to just mention at this point as well, so there's naked people. And oh, yeah, they're everywhere. When you first kind of see naked people, <laughs> you have this like shy reaction almost. Like, I don't, I don't know, I can't speak for D, but personally, you know, I see these naked people, and my first instinct is to turn around and like, oh, and just look away, you know, like I shouldn't be looking. And then my second instinct now into the lifestyle is hold on a second, it's out there, I'm allowed to, I'm, I'm going to ch- look. I'm <laughs> going to check you out. Yeah. Although I have to say, there is no, after being through to a few clubs and a few hot tubs, there is no way a woman can get out of a hot tub. In or out. In or out of a hot it's tub. impossible. Without. Displaying. Really displaying, yeah, which is not a bad thing, depending on where you sit. I've tried to do it the last time, I think, actually. Yeah, it didn't work yeah. out for you. I think, I think I'm doing no, no, Okay. No. <laughs> Let me tell you, the other guys in the hot tub, uh, no. No, they, they, and they, and all eyes are on you at that, that point as well. There is, yeah. there is no getting away with that. Yeah. You could just look over there yeah. while I secretly get out of the hot tub. Yes. By this stage, I mean, I'm much warmer-blooded than C, so I, I was well keen to get out of the uh, hot tub. and So we did, and we actually head on over to the massage tables, which are right they're right near the hot tub. Oh, you can see them from the hot tub, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and I asked C whether she'd be interested in, in getting a, a massage from me now. Uh, so, yeah, and she was. There's a surprise. Of course. What woman is going to turn, turn down a, any massage at any time of the day? Ever. Ever. So she uh, lay down on the massage table, and but the, at this point we we decided to to remove the um uh, the bikini so that I could get a you know a good massage going because it's you know the straps it's on. It's all those about bikinis. the professional. Um, oh, absolutely! The straps on those bikinis massage. just totally get in the road in no, the middle of the massage, just out of control. So the unicorns were. They were massaging each other each on the other, other as table. Well. Yeah, which was which was kind of sexy. Probably I mean, drawing a bit of a crowd from the spa or some eyes, so yeah. certainly some interest. Whilst we were massaging, there were quite a few people wandering on through, in and out of the hot tub area, which, which is which I didn't know. Is, is kind of an it's actually an outdoor area with a I shouldn't say outdoor. It does have uh, walls around it, but they're not in any they're clear walls. I suppose during the day would be the best way to put it. Probably not the best way by the frowny face I'm receiving uh, from C right now. Walls, they're painted, they're purple, um, maroon. Okay, well, 
The, the, the ceiling we'll we'll check it out. I'll check it out better next time around. And I'll, <laughs> we'll give you an Then we go back and visit again. Darn. Yeah, um, we're going back to see what the walls are at the, around the hot tub. That's why we're going back there. I was massaging away for a while. I think it was probably maybe 10, 15 minutes. And uh, then, yeah, well, I mean, well, I'm going to even say like 20. Yeah. I was face down, loving it. Yeah. yeah. Did, did we turn you over? And, yeah, we did. We turned over. Because one of the things we've noticed in Sydney is when, when C goes for a massage or when we both go for a massage, it's very difficult to get anyone to massage the front of the body. Now, we, well, we've no, travelled to... my butt. Nobody yeah. touches my butt or my tits. Well, not your t- you're talking about your pecs. You don't necessarily want them touching your tits. Yes, I do. It feels nice. <laughs> See, that's, that's uh, now we're talking Thailand rather than Australia. <laughs> okay, so we're, uh, uh, so we turned over and, and I massage her front and, and nothing too perverse here. I think there was a couple of stray grasps or sly strokes of the, um, of the lower portion of the body. I do remember having some massage oil that was warm and. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So uh, we we moved on from there. Back we actually went for a a quick shower. Now the shower we we chose is actually inside the private room because C didn't like the idea of showering effectively in public, um, possibly because of where some of the massage oil had made it to by this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very tough to look sexy whilst um, cleaning massage oil out of your butt crack. That's true. Yeah. So um, in we went. We had a quick shower in there. And, and while we're in the shower, of course, we may have gotten a little bit frisky, frisky, hot, hot and heavy handed. And then. Um, I mean, you were like a stallion at this point. There was nothing keeping that bad boy down. No, there really wasn't. You nothing got two, at all. two naked girls massaging each other on the other table. You're massaging a naked woman. There's naked people in the spa. Yeah. By this point, it was, um, uh, it was pretty tough to push me away, I would imagine. <laughs> Although, can I say you didn't seem to be entirely um, upset? I was with quite. It. I was quite turned on at this point. too. I remember that mm-hmm. being yeah. being very very interested. Mm-hmm. And, and as we were in a private room, we just shifted straight into the uh, into the bed in the private room. Which, again, in in all of these well, all the clubs we've been to, you know, there's well, actually, let me take that back. All the Australian clubs we've been to, there's uh, condoms and, and dental dams and lubrication, lubrication, and all sorts of things in in every location. Mm. Um, actually, it wasn't this event, but it is a very f- f- funny story. We, we had somebody came in and do a come in and do a um, lubricant top up whilst we were at, uh, amid some sexual endeavours mm. in, mm. in, in this club. And in, in, you will get to that in a couple of podcasts. That's I guess something to mention as well: a lot of people do get a little bit concerned about the cleanliness of some of these clubs. And Honestly, this particular club, they're very... Oh, it's spotless. It's Every spotless. time we go uh, there. You know, you'll, you'll constantly see people shifting around, refilling condoms, refilling lubrication. Cleaning, cleaning taking sheets, sheets off, putting new you know, sheets pillowcases, the whole thing. Yeah, so it's... Um, and, and that's kind of important for us as well. It should kind be of. important. Should be, yeah, kind <laughs> of. Should be totally important Hugely for everyone. important. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we climbed on into the bed. The door's closed at this point, and, and I think I've mentioned previously... If a door's closed, the rule is it won't be opened if a door's closed. If a door's open, then that means people are happy for you to at least come in and watch and, watch and ask the question as to yeah. whether you can join. Can yeah. Be, yeah. So I think given the fact that C was a little bit frisky at this point, she threw me down and ended up starting by riding me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, which was, a, which was a horrible place to be for me. 
And whilst we were going, that this went on for a little while. I'm not going to say it was hours because I was fairly horny. So, oh, there was legs everywhere. Yeah. I mean, the, the thing you were flipping me over, and yeah, yeah. So, well, well, I think we yeah, left leg over that side of the bed and a right leg over that. Dog. We, we we covered some some fairly textbook. Textbook, yeah, textbook. That's a good way to put it. She was <laughs> like porn textbook moves. Just just your standard kind of toolkit textbook. Sexual position repertoire. Repertoire, yeah. So this happened for a little while, and this is probably a good time, I suppose, to talk to some of, I suppose, C's concerns mm. going into this. Now, I've never had a concern in my life about getting or sustaining an erection. Yeah. But, but we'll cover this in a, its its own podcast moving forward. But we'll talk about some of C's um, concerns here. Something that I mentioned to Dee a few times, uh, you know, before going into these clubs and certainly during was that, I had concerns about the ability to orgasm with such a high, uh, intense, you know, situation that you're in. Um, particularly, I mean, more so when I'm when I'm thinking about for the first time people watching me or other people touching me or these kinds of things. You know, even if um, it was just D and I with the door open, for example, or with a couple near us or people looking, I thought, am I actually going to be so distracted? Uh, and so, I guess, have such performance anxiety that I actually won't be able to orgasm. Or get wet or... Yeah. 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 And the other thing, at the other end of the spectrum of that, you see, is uh, the wearing out. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, I think that, the, you know, every every woman's different, but certainly I'm, I'm not an all-nighter. I'm, I'm going to admit that straight up. I can't perform for hours and hours on end with multiple partners. It's just not going to happen for me. It's just... Uh, you just simply wear out. I mean, it... Mm. it simply becomes painful for you, which so so why would you continue doing something yeah, exactly. that becomes painful? However, something we have learned is that um condoms really help with that. Mm, they do. Yeah. So um we uh we typically if we are in a club of or any form of event now, um I'll use a condom as well because it adds to potentially season nine. Uh, actually and I think that's just generally probably polite as well, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, look, I I think so. I think sexual health is very important to us, so as it is to most people in this mm. in this lifestyle. So you know, there's a lot of things to keep in mind in terms of even condom usage because you can't switch partners with the same condom. You know, so there's a lot to keep in mind. It's really just I'll say common sense, but unfortunately, common sense isn't as common as people might lead I'd you to believe. I probably say it's being more aware of it because I mean, you've got to yeah. think we've been together now for six and a half years. Mm. We, we, we haven't used condoms, we haven't used condoms in six, six and a half years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's probably something that you just become more aware of. And I guess, you know, after, so we're, we're doing this for a little while, having a bit of fun. We decided to finish up back into the showers again, you know. Not sure we decided to finish up. Yeah. Sometimes that just happens. Okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so head back into the showers again. This is like the fourth time we shower for the evening, including getting ready. So. Yeah quite clean, and uh, head back downstairs. Yeah, uh, and we went downstairs and you actually slipped back into your, um, your dress that you were wearing, mm-hmm. um, which was a bandage which was a bandage dress. Yeah. And coincidentally, it was the same bandage dress that you wore to the other event that we've just podcasted about mm-hmm. as well. Yep. Purely coincidentally, but although it is a spectacular uh, dress, I do like it a hell of a lot. She gets dressed. I actually throw on a shirt and my jeans as well because it's kind of confronting to be sitting in an open area without a shirt on, even for me. I suppose even though for Newbie's Night downstairs, 
to be kind of half undressed. Might freak some other people out that are just coming in for the Absolutely. first time ever. So, yep. you know, I think we're a little bit mindful of that as well. Considering we uh, we were only one past newbie. Mm. Mm. Oh, um, you know, the unicorns weren't so... Well, they weren't as reserved. No, no, absolutely not. They were, I mean, they were in, yeah, actually no bra, just knickers. Just knickers, all, all basically all night. And a towel, maybe some of the time. Yeah. 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 When they were wet. So they're, so they're downstairs. In. There's, I think, one other couple down there as well. Um, yes, the, I think the American couple was still there. Okay, yep. yeah. Yeah. And then um, C, as she does, uh, decided that the, the pole might be a little bit of fun and one of the unicorns was interested in. This is a really funny one, actually, because by this time, I mean, I'm, yes, I'm interested in the poll, you know, but also it's, it was a little bit awkward to start on. I, mean, I think I'm, I'm much more confident now and I'll just go up to the pole mm-hmm. and just start dancing and well, kind of do my own have, thing. You didn't have anything on under the dress either, did you? No. From memory? No, so I don't wear. Yeah, so you were concerned that you may open leg flash the crowd. And... It wasn't even that. I think also for me at this point in time, I mean, I don't want to be certainly seen as somebody who's just going to, I don't know, show off or be arrogant or anything like that. So, I mean, I remember having a conversation with a unicorn just on having taken some classes in the past just purely for a bit of fun and uh, she'd done the same. And so we had this kind of like awkward, oh, move by move, let's try to remember what we know and jump on the pole and and kind of give it a go. Whereas, as I said now, you know, I'll just... Have, you'll have a crack. I don't care. I'll just jump on and yeah. I'm having some fun and that's what I'm. That's all I care about. Yeah. So there's a funny story here as well, I suppose, with C on the pole. Do you want to cover this one off, or should yeah, I? Yeah, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I think um, I'll give you my. I'll give you my perception. Yeah, go on. Actually, that no, would be afterward. Fun. No, afterward, you go yours first. That would be actually quite funny. Yeah, so uh, funny, terrifying. Uh, you know, just embarrassing moment that I had on the pole. So I'm starting to get a bit cocky with this unicorn. We're sort of saying, oh, you know, I can do this, I can do that, and I was like, yeah, I can, I can go upside down. I can totally do that. I mean, it's been three and a half years, but. You know, it's like riding a bike. Easy. Stuff's easy. So I climb up on the pole. um, Let's just say there may have been one or two beverages involved in this by then. Yeah, as well. I I think, you know, so we were probably finishing up our second bottle of wine, actually, I think. So I climb up on the pole and I I go into, you know, an, an invert. So upside down on the pole and basically you would normally put your hands down, almost in a handstand position and do a bit of a sexy move. um. Flip over. Yeah. So this happened. Lost control of my um, grip with my inner thighs. No traction. No traction. It was a slip down, basically. So slip down, hands as well kind of didn't hit the ground as quickly as they should have. And instead, what happened was my head hit the ground. Yeah, landed where on your noggin? Landed on my head. So that happened. Um, I tried to do a recovery, um, tried to quickly kind of get up and... The owners of the club, the host actually came out from the bar area, obviously hearing me fall was quite a concern for the owners of the club. So they came out and did a whole, like, are you okay? And I was like, yes, just stop checking on me. Please just go away. Just let's all just pretend it never happened. And kind of got back up on the pole and <laughs> did another move and, and you know, tried to just yeah, pretend pretend like it was uh, not happening, not happening, not happening. So and now, now I'll throw my perspective into the mix here. It was... It was one of those, oh, my God, sexy, 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 splat moments. <laughs> <laughs> so she ended up, as she said, her head hit the, head hit the ground for first. Thankfully, it's a, a floating wooden floor underneath the pole. So there was a... The only thing that was crushed was my spirit. And my yeah. Life. Although you were wearing a very big necklace. 
at the time, a very big chain, gold chain necklace. Mm. And that's what made the noise is because when your head hit the ground um, after that, the chain hit the ground on, on the floor and that made an immense noise. It was funny terrifying i suppose is the best way to put it mm, mm, absolutely so the unicorn and i are mucking around for a little bit longer maybe another 10 minutes um again i didn't want to just kind of stop and sit back on the couch I, you know my pride was i was swallowing my pride there absolutely so we basically play around for a little bit together and then you know sit back down and have some drinks and some chat yeah and, and look uh, drinks and chat was actually where we where we finished with the evening Mm. We, we didn't, nothing else happened from there and in terms of play or even uh, solo play. So there was one further thing because remember I had the American girl beside me and there was a bit of a, there was a small moment for you as well. Oh, she she was very interested in you actually. And I'm so naive sometimes. I don't, I don't see when people are actually showing sexual interests as quickly as what you do. You know, I'm, I'm oh, no, kind of behind no, the eight No, ball. hang on. You, no, no, no. We need to, we need to actually clarify that you're totally clueless when people are, when, when people are interested in in you or I at the point where somebody you know will start trying to kiss me and then I'm like whoa when did this escalate and then D will be sitting there and just go like this is you know they've they've been kind of hitting on you for 20 minutes now I for 20 minutes two hours <laughs> I mean sometimes it's it's I'm pushing at C's shoulder going you know he's interested in you right and you're like are you serious yeah like, I, didn't, really? I didn't get that at all really I thought we we're just talking about Walking yeah. along the beach. Yeah, yeah. We just we were just talking about you know sex for the last two hours. He's really interested in me. Absolutely. Or she's really interested. Yeah. In me. So she it took me a little bit of time to figure this out as well, to the point where she was like leaning in and started trying to caress your leg before I realised. Caress. I like that word. That's not the word. Uh, she was touching my. Leg. She was. She was all over you, Johnson. Just admit it. <laughs> no, no, she didn't. She just basically had a little touch of Dee's leg. And um, again, you know, I was kind of in this moment of like, whoa, that was not, I did not expect that at all. And at this point, we hadn't actually touched another couple. Well, no. We had, sorry, we had in the first, but not at this particular event. And um, Not you know, since the, the, not since since the, freak, the out. freak out, yeah. And so I really wasn't too sure how, how we would react or how I would react a bit. Um, yeah, I mean, she was she was very attractive. They were also not newbies. And no. I had a bit of a moment of like, oh, my God, is she actually going to try oh, and have right. sex because with they, you? They, had, um, they, they actually had kids and mm. they, were, they were travelling with their kids and they left their kids at the, at the, the kids time. were a reasonable age. So please understand they're not locked Terrible in. Terrible the, They're not no. locked in they're the te- car they're, outside. They're teenagers in Sydney City in a hotel. I'm sure they were pretty stoked about it. Yeah, so they, um, they'd left them there, but they were looking to play. No doubt about that. Yeah. And, in, and in fact, we were just talking about walking out and we weren't far away from walking out here. And um, when we did walk out, we actually realised there was another room that we'd missed, which mm-hmm. was the, uh, I covered a little earlier, the upstairs group playroom. We were sort of committed to, to heading out at this point. So we got our, all our stuff together and we're ready to leave. And I heard the group playroom and, and the American accent is somewhat distinctive. Mm-hmm. Is that a good way to put it? Kat? Yeah, absolutely. Somewhat distinctive. So even amidst groaning and moaning, the American accent still stands out pretty well. Mm. So um, they were obviously, well, hopefully they were, they were having some fun getting their fill upstairs. Sure sounded like it. It did sure sound like yeah. it. Yeah. So we head home in the cab and a couple of weeks go by, probably two weeks actually, and yep. uh, we're starting to think, you know, okay, we maybe we'll go back, maybe we'll um, head back to, to the club and see if we can perhaps get some 
you know, go go a little bit further, see what our comfort zone's like, see if we find some couples sexy. And in amongst that too, I was then, you know, back on Google having a look at the clubs here in Sydney to see if there was kind of a, any other options just to make sure that we had sought out, I guess, some of the some of the good spots. And in my doing that, stumbled upon some events and some reviews on a website actually called Red Hot Pie. And now keep in perspective, the reason I think C found this is the, the club that we went to which I don't know whether we've mentioned it, is it's called Our Secret Spot. Um, great club here in Sydney. We we um, we really enjoy going there because, as we said, it's new, it's kind of funky. It's, it's very clean. Very clean. Um, the, the, we've now met the owners personally as well, and they're good guys or good guy and girls. So the website was um, coming up there, but also coming up through some searches in, in this Red Hot Pie. So they had events listed as well as some reviews and some forum posts actually was, I think, what, drew my attention to it. There was a forum post on the club itself. And so starting to look around Red Hot Pie, I noticed there's a lot of couples. And Red Hot Pie, uh, for those of you who don't know, have a look, but basically it's a almost a dating website. It can be singles, but couples as well. And you'll find a lot of people will go in there and set up a, a dual profile. So I started sort of seeking, looking around. By dual, you mean couples profile. Couples profiles, yeah. yeah. And it, I remember it actually, it was a Friday night. I was seeing, I think we are watching a movie, I was mucking around on a laptop and I thought this this looks really cool, what's this all about? It was you know, an hour in of reading forum posts and um, looking at other people's profiles and just basically I just went on and set us up. Yeah, well a lot of, and keep in mind here, a lot of the profiles are, well the images are generally locked out when you're a guest as well. Yeah, there's different levels, you know, as with any kind of website like that, there's different levels of membership. But I jumped on, set us up as a guest and uh, uploaded a couple of photos, um, description, you know, what who we were, you know, I'm a E cup and I'm a size eight and D's 185 centimetres and in, he enjoys long walks on the beach and horse riding. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so I set us up and start looking around at some of the profiles and I get but more actually, I think I searched who was in our local area, actually. And that was when I really, that was probably the first time that hit home for me that there's a lot of people in the lifestyle. Yeah. And you know what I just realised, sorry, just stepping back a little bit, just realised you said you're a size eight. Now I want to put this in perspective here. This is an Australian size eight, which is the equivalent to an American size two, Two? I think. So yeah, yeah, (laughs) just... And European oh, you're pro- size you're six. You're protecting people oh, yeah. thinking I'm sexy. Go, you. Well, you are sexy. You're totally <laughs> sexy. It's, I, I, it, one of the one of the joyous things for me about walking into any event with um, C on my arm is that I'm an immediate superstar, and I've never <laughs> felt like that any other time. Oh, in my you can life. hold your own, sweetie. Um, nothing like my God. Yes, mm-hmm. but that's again because of the immediacy of my superstardom <laughs> when I walk in with you on my arm. Oh, anyway, so. Looking through and it hit home. It hit home for me. I went, there's actually, for starters, there's there's young and sexy couples just like us in the lifestyle um, and the mixture. Did you just call me sexy? Yeah. Oh, nice. Just, that just happened. Oh. Sorry, guys, we're having a moment. And I was thinking, wow, this is really interesting. And some of the profiles are really well done. You know, we're professionals. We've um, been together for X number of years or months, whatever the case may be, and just looking to have a bit of fun. and. I started looking for people that were specifically newbies um, mm. at this point, just to kind of, I guess, see where they were at, where some people were going, well, yeah, we're newbies, but hey, you know, fucking balls, I love them, bring them at me. <laughs> and then, Love a ball on my chin. <laughs> love a ball on my chin. But then Dee um, had the great idea of also trying to find, you know, what you 
probably Yoda couples. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the things through this process is it would have been really nice to have some guidance. Now, I sort of offset our lack of Yoda couple by listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, shout out to the curious couple for the curious ear. Really, uh, uh, those guys have really helped us a lot. Well, certainly helped me along the way. See, is only a few casts in for those guys, but I've listened to them all the way up to date, and uh, they're actually about to be up for an award for uh, for their podcast. And I, I believe they truly deserve it. And guys, if you're ever down in Australia, happy for you to look us up. We've um, after all I've heard about your exp- exploits, sorry TNA, I'd be happy to have a chat at the very least and share a glass of wine. Yeah, I think you're them a drink probably at this stage. I probably do. Yeah. Setting up the profile, Dee was like, what? You're just putting us in there. I remember you having that conversation. Yeah, I was me. a bit surprised because at this point, C was sort of still on the boundaries and cusp of, you know, is this something I want to be fully involved in? Actually, I remember the, the, the conversation of let's not let this take over our life. Mm. You know, it's not a lifestyle. It's just something we do every now and again. That went out the window because after that, RHP became addictive. Yeah. Just looking at people and realising. Well, actually, when we first put ourselves up there, you... You said, because you've got levels of attractiveness that you put yourself up as. You know, <laughs> That's right. Unattractive, average, attractive, very attractive. And I put myself in average because, you know, I'm an average I'm an average guy. I'm no, I'll say this, I'm no superstar, but as, as C says, I can hold my own. But uh, And I put myself as attractive. Yeah, but after about. and But I just wanted to just say, when I saw the very attractive and you select this yourself, I've had a moment of thinking, you arrogant, arrogant person. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> but we've uh, so we've since upgraded ourselves to uh, attractive and very attractive, mainly because some of the other people we saw in the attractive boat who were certainly for us were not at all attractive. Not not at all, but just probably... no, not at all. Okay, I'm going with not at all. You're being being a bit. You just that's that you're. I'm done being a bit that. of okay, a bitch. Fine. I'm being a bit. Yeah, okay, well, I'm being a bitch, but that, that's that's the, the case. Okay, right. So when we first set the profile up, we were, as I said, a little bit of a, a little bit addictive, addicted, addicted rather, yeah. and started to basically just look at heaps of profiles, but just also start trying to, you know, chat to basically anyone and everyone. So you know, anyone who, and again, it kind of comes from us trying wanting to ask a lot of questions. So we went through this. Uh, time there where there's so many ebbs and flows yeah. to our to our RHP experience. So red hot pie RHP. Yes, I mean what? Well, we started off with oh my god, everybody's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's so sexy. I mean, look at that. Oh my god. Oh my god, you contact them. Is flirt, 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 flirt. There's a flirt. <laughs> so there's a flirt button, and which allows you to send just a, I suppose, a cheeky message or a, a one-liner, which is intended to initiate some form of interaction. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you can send an email. But but at this point, we're guests, so we still don't have the ability to send. Oh, well, we can send. We can send emails, I think. You can uh, reply. Yeah, you can reply. So, anyway, yeah, regardless. Anyway, yes, you can reply to emails. That's right. But somebody who's actually a, a paying member. And has to start the email, mm. yeah. But so, but at this point, we're like flirt, 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 flirt. We're flirting with all these people and copying emails, and yeah, having a lot of fun. But then we quickly realised that some of the people that we were talking to, and certainly some of the non-validated members, may not have been as accurately presented mm. on the site as possibly they could and have I, been. And actually, I think we'll probably we'll probably go into a fair bit of detail because we we. 
later in a um, we actually meet up with a couple of couples now on mm. on this particular site. So we'll probably cover off on I think that in a little bit more yeah, detail. So yeah, that's it's... to come probably in the next um, podcast actually. So but just I guess to close off on on red hot pie, it's really really changed the our our way into the lifestyle. I think mm. we've had a lot of fun on there. So if you have any of those kinds of sites as, as well in your city, I would recommend. And they're very localised, these, um, and this is certainly something that Curious Couple has, has mentioned as well. Even in their area in the US, very localised sites, you have to find the site that people use locally. Now, certainly we stumbled across ours, but you can quite easily, you know, if you're at an event or a club or something like that, or even really want to just ring one of the owners of a local club and ask them where or what the site is that the locals would use, it's the way to go because, you know, there's a whole heap of sites, even in Australia, even in Sydney, you know, where mm. our population's quite small by comparison to European and US uh, cities. But we have multiple sites here in Sydney and some of them are really crap and some of them are full of false profiles and so it really pays to, to figure out which is the one that you should use locally. Mm. Yep, and what everyone else is using, but... Wealth of information, aside from stalking people and getting a cheeky look at people's photos and things like that. As I said, there's there's forum posts, there's conversations happening, there's events up. So if- Guys, cock shots. No. Oh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cock shots. Cock shots, are, 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 cock shots belong in private galleries, as do, I think I'll, I'll use a line out of one of no, the profiles. I'm going to do oh, it. God. I'll use a line out of one of the profiles that we read, is it? If you've got a, a photo of your beaten butthole and vagina as your profile shot, then we're not interested in talking to you. <laughs> now, that's not, I mean, we're not necessarily as hard and fast as that, but, uh, you know, there's got to be a little bit, bit of decorum here, people. Let's uh, keep the nice, keep sexy, classy, classy shots <laughs> as your uh, profile shots and your open profile shots. And then, you know, if somebody's more interested in you, then, you know, they're going to want to see a bit more of your anatomy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think that's probably it for this podcast. Yeah, we'll, f- we'll finish it up here. Again, it's been good talking to you guys and hopefully you find our exploits interesting. We've now got our Twitter site and Facebook site, so mm-hmm. we'd be really keen to hear on anyone who's listening to us. I think we've got a population of podcast downloads of about three at the moment. So, <laughs> so. so thank you, those guys, <laughs> three people out there Yay. by accident that maybe downloaded us. <laughs> <laughs> So head over and um, swinging down under on Facebook and Twitter. So happy to hear from anyone out there in the in the lifestyle or anyone who's been listening to us. Questions, queries, lovely to talk to you again. And this is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under.